All right, so my name is Alex Barthet. I am a board certified construction attorney here in Florida. What is the form of release that you should use? That release form is the form that, that you are going to require your subs uh, to sign. Um, but let's talk generally about the process and how it works. And then we'll take a look at some release forms, both the statutory forms, as well as the forms, um, some other forms so you can see how we can, or, or how they work, what, why the language in those releases is so important. The general rule is that you want to give a narrow release when you get a check. Um, so for example, to an owner, right? So when you get your check from the owner, you wanna give up the fewest amount of rights as possible. But with your subs, when you give them a check, you want them to release any and everything under the sun so you don't have to worry about them coming back later asking for more money because they would have released it. So let's take a look at some of these release forms. So the standard release form is the Chapter 713 form. So Chapter 713 is the lien statute. And here are the two release forms that are found in that statute. So this is the release form for progress payments. It's very simple. It has a spot for the amount of money that is being paid and it has a through date, the date through which this release is effective. I may sign it today, but the through date may be two months ago, two months in the past. Um, it only releases lien rights. It releases no other rights. And we'll talk about that in a minute on, on what that means. So here is the statutory final release payment, uh, sorry, release form. And you'll notice that it has the spot for where the amount of money is being exchanged should be listed. Oh, let me go back. But it has no through date. And the reason it has no through date is because it's effective as of the day you sign it. So if I were to sign this release um, today, I am releasing all of my lien rights from today back. So this is a slightly different form of release and it has no through date, um, but it, what it is doing is it's only releasing rights, not through the day I sign it, but through the uh, only up to the amount that I am receiving. So it says this release is contingent upon payment and cleared funds. So that's the conditional language, which we'll talk about. Um, so it says to be here, hereby waive and release that amount of lien rights, uh, that amount of its lien and rights to claim a lien for improvements of the following described real property. So if I'm owed $100,000 and I were to give you this release and you were to pay me $20,000, all I'm doing is releasing $20,000 of my lien rights. I'm not telling you what period of time that's for. It's just releasing dollar for dollar the amount that you're paying. Um, I show this release to you so that you understand that um, you can do anything you want with your releases. You can make them work in many different ways. Um, not that you would want that, but you need to be aware that your subs may change it. And we've had subs tell us that they have modified releases that have been given to them um, so that they uh, 
can alter the effectiveness of that release. Now, I know you all use Textura, so that controls a lot of this process because there's no paper releases or PDF releases. Everything runs through Textura. Um, so you'll have a lot more control over what your releases say, and you can prevent the other side, the subs, from making any changes to the releases without your knowledge and consent. So let's take a look at a much longer form of release. This is similar to the ones that you use. Um, and let me, let me explain some of the key features of a, of a longer form release like this. So this release says that in a, it's in exchange for $10. Let me explain the significance of $10 and why we recommend to our contractor clients that the release that you get from your subs say $10. $10 is just a general reference to some amount of money, some amount of consideration. So I could sign a release that says $10, but receive a $20,000 check and that's okay. The reason that it's nice to say $10, and again, this is less of an issue when you use Textura because you're gonna control both what the release says and the amount of money that's being sent. But outside Textura, let's assume that I'm a sub and I'm owed 20 grand and you say, okay, you can come and sign the release and pick up your check. And now that check is only $8,000. If the release says that it's in exchange for 20,000 and I only give a shorted check to my sub of 8,000, we now have a, a conflict, right? The release is contingent upon eight thousand uh, on twenty thousand, but I only gave them eight. If the release says ten dollars and they're expecting twenty, but I only give them eight um, because that's all I think they're entitled to, we make that argument go away because the judge is going to say, "Look, you decided to take some amount of money to give this release, so um, whether it's eight or ten or twenty, you got something and you gave this release, so it's, it's going to be effective. So saying $10 is a great way to avoid an argument about how much the check should be for that period of time. But again, as I said, if you're using Textura, where you control both the, the funds going out and the manner in which the release is written, this won't necessarily be an issue. So you'll notice that this release is obviously much longer and it's releasing lots of other things like claims, change orders, works, materials, delays, fees, costs, losses, expenses, damages. So it is effectively a general release. You are releasing everything and anything that you have when you sign this release. All the claims that you may have through the period of time, because it also has a through date, all those rights are being released. Um, Notice that this release also has some additional sentences um, requiring um, certain warranties and representations. So it says the undersigned warrants and represents that it has paid all bills and sums due to any and all suppliers, persons, employees, agents, and contractors. Um, so you're verifying that uh, the sub has paid all their bills. It goes on to say that the undersigned further warrants that all work and materials supplied by or through or under it fully comply with the applicable contract documents. Again, further cementing 
their contractual obligations because you have language like that in your contract as well. So generally speaking, when you are giving someone a check and you're getting a release, you want them to fully extinguish and release any and all rights that they may have. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, teach you all about some of these topics and uh, hopefully you found it useful and can put some of the stuff to, to, to work right away. Um, and again, send me any emails with any questions. Thanks again, everybody.